Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Pastor John Gaston shared this story once with his congregation. One of the toughest tasks a church faces is choosing a new pastor to lead them. A member of an elder board had watched the pastor search committee reject applicant after applicant for some fault, alleged or otherwise. The elder felt it was time for a bit of soul searching on the part of the committee. So he stood up and read a letter claiming to be from yet another applicant. The letter said this, Gentlemen, understanding that your pulpit is vacant, I should like to apply for the open position. I have many qualifications. I've been a preacher with much success and also have had some success as a writer. Some say I'm a good organizer. I've been a leader most places I've been. I'm over 50 years of age. I have never preached in one place for more than three years. I've had to leave some places after my work caused riots and disturbances. I must admit I've been in jail three or four times, but not because of any real wrongdoing. My health is not too good, though, but yet I still get a great deal done. I'm not too good at keeping records. I have been known to forget whom I baptized. However, if you can use me, I shall do my best for you. The elder looked at the search committee. Well, what do you think? Should we call him? Members of the search committee were aghast. Call an unhealthy, troublemaking, absent-minded, older ex-jailbird? Was this elder crazy? The elder eyed the committee keenly before he answered. The letter is signed, the Apostle Paul. Hello, podcast friends. This is Angie, and today we get another glimpse into the life of the unhealthy, troublemaking, absent-minded older jailbird known as the Apostle Paul as we examine Acts 23, verses 1 through 11. One thing we have learned about Paul in our reading plan throughout Acts is that either revival or riot usually broke out wherever Paul would go. Though imperfect and wildly unpolished, the Lord used him in extraordinary ways. See, there is hope for all of us. Verse number one sets the stage. Paul stands before the Sanhedrin, the 71-member Jewish Supreme Court. Note that this was the same body that had sent him to Damascus some 25 years earlier to persecute the church. But here stands Paul, 25 years later, with perhaps the opportunity of a lifetime that he has dreamed about for many years, a chance to share Christ with the very ones who helped put Christ to death. Maybe revival would happen. But that's not how things play out. Sometimes what we envision is not what the Lord wills. And what feels like super warped speed, Paul is immediately punched in the mouth, then insults the high priest, then repents for his actions, and then in wisdom, perceiving that one part of the Sanhedrin were Sadducees and the other part was Pharisees, he cries out, men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Concerning the hope and the resurrection of the dead, I am being judged. Remember how the word Gentile set off a riot in chapter 22, and here in 23, The word resurrection sets off a riot. Perhaps Paul was hoping to use this sentence as a jumping off point to share the gospel, but he doesn't get the chance 
because we read in verse nine, the shouting grew loud and some of the scribes of the Pharisees party got up and argued vehemently. And verse 10 tells us the dispute became violent. So much for humble, teachable, self-controlled leaders. Hashtag what the what? Fearing Paul might be killed, a kind-hearted commander orders Paul to be removed and sent back to prison. In that moment, Paul might have felt relief to still be alive, but he also might have felt great discouragement and that he could not share the gospel before the Sanhedrin. He was human like us. Maybe he felt like he failed or wondered if the Lord could or would use him again. Paul didn't have to wait long for the answer as the Lord appeared personally to Paul inside that prison cell, encouraging him and loving him right where he was at. Paul just got punched in the mouth, failed to witness like he hoped, and now he was lying in a jail cell. But Jesus, the Lord showed up and said, have courage. Sometimes what we envision is not what the Lord wills. Sometimes staff and pastors leave. Friends move away or they leave this life. Pandemics happen and things feel disjointed and out of control. But Jesus, notice where the Lord was. He was with Paul. The same Lord with Paul is the same Lord with us. We have nothing to fear. We can put our hope and trust in him. Don't bypass the hurt and the pain, but as I've reminded you before, don't build a house there either. Paul knew what the great prophet Jeremiah reminds us all to remember. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.